train goes woo woo. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week we talk Batman's wishy-washy future. Ah, uh, coincidentally, that's the same noise as Kate makes. Wishy-washy, wishy-washy. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> how Thor is going to bring the thunder later this uh, year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Some upcoming brand new superhero properties. Brand spanking new. Yes, and more. And more. Another week, another week of news. Things are things are ramping up a little bit now that kind of the holidays are over. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of this weird thing of like back when we were like kids, you know, we were always like super excited for like, you know, the holidays because we got we got time off of school. We were about to get a bunch of presents that were probably either going to be video games or superhero related. I don't know about you, but like I was hardcore into action figures when I was a kid. So I was always getting action figures. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I guess to to an extent, there's definitely action figures. I I think me and my brother had the entire Jurassic Park, Jurassic World uh, sets growing up. Oh, yeah, we had some of those too. Um, But, like, uh, to circle back around, like, now i just kind of waiting for the holidays to end so we can kind of bring the news back because, you know, not a whole lot comes out during uh, the holidays, so... We're kind of back into the new year, you know, that the, even the first week of the new year, you know, is, is kind of jumbled with some of that New Year's holiday stuff. So people kind of aren't back in the office yet. So the news is starting to flow back in, which is awesome. That's right. It's our first podcast of 2017, and I'm calling it not a new year, Mike, but a news year. A news because, year. <laughs> a news year, because despite the fact we, we took two weeks off beforehand, we have more news in this one week that we haven't been together than we did almost <laughs> over two weeks. Like, they are not pulling any punches this year, letting us know about all these movies that are coming out and things they are making for us and really keeping the show going. I mean, it's an exponential curve for sure. I don't know if maybe this this, uh, news bubble that we're living in – uh, you know, similar to like a tech bubble may burst at any any point in time. But like every year, it's just more and more superhero properties, whether it's like TV shows, uh, uh, mini mini animated series or, you know, movies. It's just we get more and more and more. They keep executives keep wanting to adapt these more and more obscure like, uh, you know, graphic novels and stuff on top of what we already have. So, yeah, the news isn't going anywhere. Like, I think when we started the podcast in 2015, we were just like, 2016 is going to be a huge year. Then last year, we were just like, oh, man, 2017 is going to be a huge year. And I think just give us a couple weeks and we'll be telling you how big, you know, 2018 is going to be. Oh, uh, we already know it. I mean, there, I will tell you, this show will at least run until Star Wars 9 if that is out. <laughs> so, I mean, we've at least got that to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if it ever gets too confusing, you can just head to SuperheroSlate.com and click on our upcoming releases page. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, we made that page almost just for ourselves, and just anybody else can appreciate it if they want, but it just helps us keep track of all the stuff that we're probably going to talk about and when it releases and then convenient and got, links. And it's got old movies, too. And, uh, like, if you keep scrolling p- past the upcomings, you can go back and look at, like, 
look at where we've come from, really. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, Sometimes you forget, like, when stuff came out, like, you're like, oh, when did that very first Iron Man movie come came out? You know, that was a, that feels like forever ago now, but that was, like, back in 2008. I mean, yeah. I, was, I was still, I was still a learned boy in school. And 10 years before that was uh, the original Blade. So, I mean, we have come a long way since Blade, mm-hmm. for sure. That's for sure. Um, which is funny, because I actually watched Iron Man 1 this past week. Uh, does, does it hold up? <laughs> it it, it kind of does. That's it kind of does. Uh, I, I miss I miss the younger Robert Downey Jr., but I mean I think he's grown more into the you know the CEO CEO snarky role that he's mm-hmm. that we know him from now. But like watching him like you know first take on that role was definitely interesting to watch that evolution. Yeah, well, I mean when you kill a bunch of like uh, Sokovians and create like a uh, artificial intelligence that wants to wipe out the Earth, that probably starts to weigh on you, and you probably get you, you age pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, so I want to follow up last week. Uh, remember when I said I bought a drone last week? Y- yes, you said you bought a drone, and then when we were done recording the podcast, I was very much expecting, you know, test footage from you being sent to me. Like mm-hmm. you, you sent you sent one, which was just you're testing the camera, and then I was hoping for a follow up of maybe you flying it in your in your in your uh, like living room or something like that. But that didn't happen. You kind of accelerated, and I think the next day I got something pretty surprising. Yeah, it went into the top tree uh, <laughs> that, that we could find um, right into the top of it so that that's okay it happens but I went out and they gave me a free replacement because oh, wow. well, apparently one of the motors went bad I don't know if it was my fault or oh. if the motor went bad because it was, just wasn't spinning at all um, and then the problem with that was I got the taste of it Mike and I bought me one of the new uh, Phantom 4 drones Oh, that man, has a are... 4K camera and can follow people and do all sorts of crazy stuff. So, dude, those are those are nice drones. Uh, Phantom, that's uh, I believe it's DJI is the company yep. name. They uh, they pretty much make some of the best consumer drones out there on the market. So, yeah, you are going to be able to do a lot with that drone. I mean, uh, I think the what was the one that you had before? I don't think I'd ever heard of that. It was um. The Propel is a company who makes it, and they're actually the ones licensed to make the new Star Wars drones. Mm, so okay. if you've seen the like the uh, X Wings and Tie Fighter drones, that's what they kind of so, advertise. So, so they're kind of more making like toys, whereas like DJI is more kind of almost making like consumer video videography tools. Yeah, almost. yeah, mine's more of a, I guess more of a production, con- uh, not consumer, but like maybe corporate facing side kind of drone, and then mm-hmm. the um, the other ones more recreational and emphasize on the rec part of recreational so <laughs> well we're gonna want some sick drone shots and uh um for sure yeah so i definitely just want to put that out. if anyone else flies drones or wants to know and like go along the journey with me as i read all the manuals and forums let me know because i definitely i definitely think it's something to to have like a, a you want to you want to be in the know you want to be in that group of drone mm. people in case something goes wrong so uh, we'll go with that. But other than that, Mike, anything else going on this week? I know we it felt like forever since we recorded the last one. Early. Yeah. Well, I mean, just over the holidays, we kind of used that as a time to catch up on um, just old uh, uh, superhero shows that we hadn't gotten around to watching. Uh, we um, 
after we finished that crossover event uh, on the CW, we hadn't really watched anything since then. So we were behind on an episode of The Flash. I was behind on like two episodes of Arrow. We were behind on two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we kind of caught up on those over the break. So we're kind of ready for those to start back up in uh, January. I think that's probably when they start back up. I don't know how long of a break that they're taking. I know S.H.I.E.L.D. is Tuesday. Okay. So, so we'll be we'll be ready for that. Um so yeah, that's kind of basically what we did over the holidays, you know. That's what we that's what we do basically on a week to week basis anyway, but it was kinda of nice having time just to be able to dedicate to it. Um but yeah, that that's what I'm doing, getting back into the swing of things. All right. Well I mean that sounds about sounds about right. Uh you know, that's why I'm I'm learning new stuff this year and we're all gonna we're all gonna put our best foot forward, if you will. Mm-hmm. So let's jump into this new stuff. I'm already talking about this news, Mike. We're yeah, let's, let's, we beat around the bush. It. We're gonna jump in. The Batman, the movie. Mm-hmm. All right, we're not so certain it may happen now. Ooh, yeah. This was a uh, this was pretty interesting news. Uh, I when I kind of create the uh, the images for our podcast, sometimes I get to them ahead of time. Sometimes it's like the day of we record the podcast. So you know, when I checked in on these notes, like you know, around like Thursday last week, you know, I saw that in there and I was like, oh wow, that's that's pretty big like you know everyone's been talking about this movie like it's a certainty yeah so i mean nothing has i don't think has ever been officially put on paper nothing's been given to us saying the batman is going to happen but we know they're working on it everyone wants this to work and succeed and i mean including us but news from ben affleck uh i think i don't know if he's in a movie right now or if he's out doing promotions for one um, that it, it says if Ben Affleck it says if he doesn't like the script he just won't do it, <laughs> and and I, we haven't heard anything about a script yet. Like there isn't one in place, which is kind of uh, really concerning uh, a little bit if we want it to to happen before yeah, twenty. I mean, I mean, it really. I guess it just depends on your point of view. It it it's. It's unsettling if you really want Ben Affleck to do a Batman movie and you're just like, oh, this is our chance and we're going to lose it if, you know, if, um, if Warner Brothers can't get a decent script together. But at the same time, maybe Ben Affleck is literally the only person over at Warner Brothers that has, you know, um, high enough like caliber of talent to just like not just make anything that shows up on his desk, you know, like Maybe if uh, Warner Brothers was a little bit more picky when it came to uh, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, you know, maybe things would have gone a little bit better for them and they wouldn't be off to this, you know, um, arguably bumpy start. So, I mean, hopefully maybe maybe Affleck can hold out a little bit longer. I don't know, maybe if he's waiting on revisions or maybe they just want a whole new draft of a script popping up, but... You know, I, I commend him for, like, you know, holding his ground. You know, he's not just going to mm-hmm. make whatever schlock comes his way. And, you know, it's that double-edged sword. Yeah, exactly. And, and the quote um, from him says, you know, um, it's not a set thing and there is no script. So when he says no script, is there no finalized script? It, are they just jotting ideas out on, on napkins still? I, I don't know. We don't know. But if it doesn't come to, together in a way that he thinks is really great, he's not going to do it. That's fine. Again, hold, hold it. Hold to your horses, uh, Affleck. Let's get a good movie. I mean, we want good. We don't hate DC. We just don't like bad movies, and we yeah, want exactly. everyone to have a good movie, especially Batman. Coming off of that Nolan trilogy, I mean, I know a lot of people didn't care for the last one, but that's okay. On a whole, that kind of revitalized Batman after yeah. the, the Schumacher movies. And I mean, if you kind of, if you kind of, okay, now we're in this age of franchises, but if you kind of try to imagine Batman, pull him out of that 
out of the franchise, out of the universe that they've created. You know, creating a standalone Batman movie is like a big deal. And I think whenever a director gets the opportunity to make one, they should want to make the best Batman movie they can. Obviously, we've had some stinkers in the past, but there's I would think there's arguably more good Batman movies than there are bad Batman movies. So, I mean, you know, if you get a chance to join those uh, group of people that have been able to put Batman on the big screen, you know, you want to you wanna do the best you can. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully there's no bat nipples uh, this time along uh, when uh, Affleck's in charge. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I want an awesome – I just want an awesome movie. So if uh, Ben Affleck wants to wait around for a better script, you know, I won't, I won't rag on him. Yeah, yeah, we won't, we won't let him know. I mean, we won't, like – we, we're not going to hold our fences down and say we need this Batman movie by this date. So uh, so maybe that's why they haven't given us a date. Like They're going to take their time with it massage it. So uh, as long as it doesn't push back Justice League 2 too far, which they say you know might have been pushed back a little bit to make room for the Batman, uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep you posted. This year's obviously, hopefully, the Batman starts production later this year. Mm-hmm. But Batman was a part of a movie last year, very divisive, but I think overall the consensus was pretty bad with Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. And the I woke up this morning to the first article in that Batman v Superman has been nominated for the most Razzie Awards in 2016. Ooh, jeez, ouch! So what 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 nominations are we looking at here? Okay, so just um, just so anyone who doesn't know, the Razzie Awards are the Raspberry Awards. And they are the worst that Hollywood has to offer every year. They're the anti-Academy Awards, if you will. Uh-huh. And um, so far, they've been nominated for the worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. Uh-huh. The worst screenplay. Martha, okay. The worst supporting actor in Jeremy Irons, surprisingly. I didn't think he was too bad. <laughs> yeah, the I guess worst... maybe they just thought he was wasted in it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the worst actor for Ben Affleck uh, as Ooh. Batman. Ouch. The, the worst picture as a whole and the worst mm-hmm. director from Zack Snyder. So I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say the Razzies are our de facto decider of what, if a movie's good or bad. You know, I would say Batman vs Superman has redeemable qualities like inside of it, you know? Like when I think of Batman as Superman, I think of like a a, a wasted attempt of a superhero movie that we all wanted to see, but I don't automatically start putting it in the same category in my head of like, you know, uh, Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill, you know, movies mm-hmm. like that. Like movies like those, like totally deserve to be, you know, in the Razzies. You know, a movie like Catwoman or something like that. Like Catwoman is magnitudes worse than Batman vs Superman. So I almost think that maybe it's nominated for a Razzie either in the fact of it didn't have a lot of competition last year. Maybe even though that Cat movie Nine Lives came out, I'm surprised that doesn't have more Razzies nominations. But I'm sure it's in there um but it almost feels like maybe the razzies just kind of wanted to uh get some more headlines out there in the news um i don't i don't know i don't know if batman versus superman could win any of these categories i mean i would think maybe supporting actor for jeremy irons is maybe just because he's underutilized and worse i don't i don't think ben affleck was the worst actor in that movie mm-hmm. i just think maybe just the whole context of the movies he's in just i just everything in the movie is brought down by the quality of the final product so i don't i don't think it deserves to win any of these razzies but i don't think anybody should be like up in arms that it was nominated necessarily but uh, oh i, I don't it, think anyone was up in arms <laughs> i think it was just saying that out of all these it had the most and i mean i think this the razzies are the best are the worst of the best movies 
Because obviously there are a bunch of B picture movies, C picture movies that are out there that we don't obviously we don't watch or cover because mm-hmm. they're so small releases. There are obviously a bunch that are a lot worse. Like the worst picture, you know, it's got Assassin's Creed, Batman v Superman, uh, Dirty Grandpa. Uh, that's ju- that's two things I've heard about Assassin's Creed just today. You know, I've I've pretty much not on purpose but i've been in the dark about the quality of assassin's creed but now to hear that it's been nominated for a razzie that is that's not good that's not good yeah and you know the these are all big movies that are nominated so it's not like actual bad movies like you can yeah. find 15 minutes of good things minimum in in these films yeah so exactly. uh, so it, yeah don't take them seriously they're all they're all in jest they're all in good fun um, the I think the the most important Raspberry winner of, of all time is Howard the Duck. Um, <laughs> it's it just turned thirty last year or this year, one of the two, and I think it was nominated for like and won the most amount of awards. Oh wow! So so um, I, I think I just think that's funny. So uh, yeah, so if you're interested in looking up the Razzie Awards instead of the Academy Awards, uh, definitely take a look at them. Uh, the, this is the thirty eighth or thirty seventh uh, Raspberry Awards. Yeah, and so, those uh, those Raspberry Awards right there. That's uh, the number one reason why Ben Affleck should be waiting for the best script. He does yeah. not want to be nominated for a Batman movie. Yeah, well I, well, I think it's fun that most of the actors actually do go and accept the Razzie Awards. Um, so like even the actors are kind of in on it too. So yeah. I th- uh, I think sometimes if the actors knew that their decisions didn't affect the outcome of the movie they're probably happy to go because they're just like oh well it's not my fault the movie sucked you know i showed up and did what i was supposed to do but Mm -hmm. i would imagine there's probably not a whole lot of like you know writers and directors or if there are not as many as compared to actors but either way uh it's not good any way you look at it it's not (laughs) good (laughs) yeah yeah this uh this year our our goal is not to hate on the movies as much as we did last year hey if wonder if wonder woman's good it'll soften the blow for the rest of them that's right that is correct. So um, we'll take a look at some more here. So Batman v Superman, you know, not so hot. But one of my most anticipated movies of this year, which is at the end of the podcast, by the way, is uh, Justice League. And we got wow. a new image of Justice League dropping right before we started recording. You know, I'm uh, actually I'm actually surprised. You, you, you told me to come up with a list of, you know, five comic book properties that I'm excited for this year. And I guess, uh, um, you know, you're shedding a little light on the segment that we're going to do at the end of the show here but if justice league is on your list i I was i'm a little surprised that you're actually so excited for the movie but i mean this image is cool i think it sheds the most light i guess on cyborg you know i think Mm -hmm. this is the biggest look we've seen at him yet he still kind of does look like a uh, pc graphics card but um i don't know hopefully he's badass maybe when he's like fighting yeah, so I mean that we haven't seen a lot of this in action. Uh, we did get the one I guess teaser trailer earlier mm-hmm. um last year and I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I had a good time. Um Batman looks like he has like some night owl goggles on or something maybe. It might be the way the shadows across his face. Um looks a little goofy, but watching Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, The Flash and Aquaman with this trident walking right out of this um ship. I think it's like their their transport ship. Uh, definitely says you know seeing all of them together is going to be pretty badass and the inevitable addition of superman later in the film really really hyped for this movie on on my end like this is the dc avengers right like this is what we what we've wanted what we want to see and i'm ready for it yeah i mean supposedly um 
Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, it definitely looks like there's uh, the bat, the Batmobile in the background there. So Batman's oh. parking it in the ship. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to remain optimistic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay because I am. I'm very optimistic, and that's very unbecoming of me you know, to be excited for a DC property, as, as, as most people would say. But nothing about this movie has screamed bad yet or be wary yet, and I'm going to run with that. So... If you guys want to take a look at that image, uh, it's, it's in our notes, it's on our video, you can watch it, take it, take a look. Also, a bit of a news about Justice League is they will be visiting Arkham Asylum uh, in this uh, movie as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Presumably it has to do with the Lex Luthor scenes we commented on last week, um, at least, but I don't know how much of it will, they will be in the Asylum that, mu- that much, yeah. but... Well, it, hopefully it'll it'll help establish that the Asylum exists, because it sounds like they might be using that in possibly a standalone batman movie so you know it'll help bring it to light a little bit yeah yeah definitely i mean really really excited to see what what it has to bring uh in, in the latter half of the year so um normally these are big summer movies but the, you know justice league i think is november uh, range so uh definitely interested to see what they bring in november right before our star wars mike Ooh. can i get a star wars uh, not yet. Not okay. yet. I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm waiting for the first teaser trailer. That's when I'm going to start bringing right. out the Star Wars house. I've, I've had requests for your Star Wars house. <laughs> so, I mean, people are already craving it this year, Mike, so we're, we're All ready. Right. All right, good. On, on the side note of DC, um, the, the, they're big on TV, and they're adding another TV show this year in uh, with Powerless. Uh, what was originally a show about the insurance claims adjusters of the DC world who are like dealing with, you know, the fallout from superhero and villain battles. Uh It looks like they've kind of changed the show a little bit on this new teaser. Uh, We've got a new image of Vanessa Hudgens uh, at, uh, I think Kane and fingers club. Bob Kane created um, Batman is one of the creators Uh of Batman. So I think that's where I think Bob Kane and Bill fingers created Batman. And that's where that, paper yeah, comes from and weren't they um i i think at least uh fingers was but weren't they kind of notoriously left out of the history of the creation of batman for the longest time and then like dc finally like owned up and said no these are the guys that actually created batman yeah i, I believe so it was, it was that or it's one of those where like one of them they both created it but one of them was left off for a little bit i, I don't know but there was some sort of um you know you know controversy yeah well either way they're both they're both getting top billing on that karaoke menu so that's good that's right so there's that but that's a new teaser mike and and mike added this teaser in here but it shows that and and correct me if i'm wrong i haven't watched this in a couple days that um this company now works for the r&d of wayne enterprises yeah creating stuff to save civilians from superhero battles yeah it's really strange to see the show actually pivot because if you remember, I don't know if it was ever officially released or maybe if it was just at a convention and then it leaked and then we ended up watching it. But there, there, this is not like the first teaser. There was a whole teaser for this show, Powerless, back I think in the fall of last year where we kind of saw the insurance adjusting angle of it. you know, And they're at a whole different company and they're showing this whole different kind of structure to the show. And then I don't know if it either didn't test well or if they decided to go a different angle. Like maybe, maybe they didn't want to – 
focus on Wayne Enterprises, and then they said, oh, now it's okay, so now maybe we should use it. So I, I don't know if things have pivoted just because the quality of the show was bad and they wanted to go from good, or maybe the quality of the show was good and they wanted to go to better. I don't know, but it's kind of interesting to see that it's kind of focusing on Wayne Enterprises. Maybe there'll be some kind of maybe fun insider like Batman jokes. You know, maybe someone's just like, you know, it's weird that Mr. Wayne owns this company and he's never here. I hear he's like got a, a popular nightlife. I don't know, like little jokes like that, but... Uh -huh. um, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting seeing, like, you know, a 30-minute superhero comedy, I guess. Because, like I said, over the holiday, I was catching up on these shows that I, you know, I had backlogged. You know, and that's like a, you know, a 40-minute, you know, commitment with no commercials. You know, it'll be kind of interesting to see what it's like, you know, just a 20-minute in-and-out show about superheroes, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And adding a fourth universe, maybe fifth, I don't know, to the current DC lineup is definitely going to maybe confuse a lot of common common moviegoers. Yeah, but so, it might feel comfortable to uh, comic book goers. <laughs> yeah, very so, used to very used to many universes. I know it launches in February, um, early February, so I'm going to check out Powerless. I think I think it looks fun. Like I said, it's got Alan Tudyk, Danny Pudi, a lot of comedy chops in the show, mm -hmm. uh, lining up to make the perfect storm, if you will. So uh, we'll keep you posted. Next month we'll watch it and give you give you a little feedback. I think, Mike. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna yeah. do it. Yeah, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. We'll let you know. Yep. And we talked about how long we're gonna do this show earlier, Mike. And thankfully, the CW knows we're doing this show, and they've given us a chance to extend our show at least through the spring of 2018 because they've renewed <laughs> all four superhero shows on TV right now. Uh I, and I think the news in there is probably uh, Legends of Tomorrow. We yes. were kind of shaky on if that show is going to be coming back. I mean, it's kind of for it's kind of hard for us to speak intelligently about the show because uh, we're not really watching it. Um, but I think it's mainly just been on the episode order. You know, it's kind of been like you know up and then it's moved up a little bit, but then it's ordered low, then it gets added more. I you know I don't really know. So um, I, I guess that's good for good for those guys over there at those teams. Everybody still's got a job, so good for them. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So that's great. I mean, I, I don't know. So to me, CW's honest, like one of their best things was like, oh, we have a show every night of the week for you. Mm -hmm. And now they've now this spring they're moving. There's a train. Hop on that hype train. Toot, toot. <laughs> um, they're moving Legends of Tomorrow to Tuesday nights directly after The Flash. Mm -hmm. um, is it going to remain after The Flash next year as well to kind of pull it together? Are they going to add another show we don't know about yet? Yeah, well, I mean... If, if they're adding another show, it, it makes sense because, you know, you usually Friday nights are kind of um, – they're kind of uh, fraught with um – with, cancellations uh, with cancellations yeah. exactly so you always got to be kind of curious why is the show on friday is it just because like you know because some because some networks actually do well on fridays i think uh sci-fi the sci-fi network actually puts the, some of their best shows our most popular shows on fridays so sometimes it works for other networks sometimes it doesn't but usually if a show is is moved um in front of another show or i guess behind the other show it's because they're trying to capture some of that audience so if mm -hmm. they're not adding anything to to the legends of tomorrow night it's because they need to get some more audience but you know if they're making room for something you know it's possible you know i'm just trying to imagine like the uh the post-it note schedule whiteboard thing that they got going on in the cw offices so i don't i i feel like they're they're running with steam so i wouldn't be surprised if they announced that show we, what we, we were talking about um couple months ago what was that like a, a lightning show black lightning or something like that that was yeah that was picked up by cbs oh okay gotcha so yeah, i guess so. it's not cw but um 
I don't know what CW show. It, okay, so theoretically speaking, just real quick before we before we move on. Yeah. Um, if if Legends of Tomorrow is going to stay behind the Flash, and we got a nice little open spot there on Thursday, which you know Thursday nights is a pretty big night for television. Um, you know, what would you put there if you could put any uh, DC property in there? Um. Well, let me see here. Well. If I could find a character, I mean, I would probably have to be a B-list character. Like, we're not gonna get Batman in the show or Superman in the show. Um, I want. I, th- I. I'm thinking. I would like to see some sort of like Robin or Nightwing or something like that. Uh, Nightwing would, be, would cool. be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. unless unless like Fox has like some sort of like uh, iron grip on Gotham in general, it would be kind of cool to see like a Nightwing show. Yeah, and and even then, Nightwing's not around because Gotham. I don't even talk about Gotham. <laughs> that that show is so out there. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Um, there there's no characters from the Flash or Arrow I can see breaking off and doing their own show, mm-hmm. unless they wanted to do like a multi-universe show. Like here, like you know, like here's the, all the different worlds and characters, and they're all interacting, but. They kind of did it on the flash. I don't know. That's a good question. But let's let's get a let's get our let's get a Harrison yeah. Wells show where they just bring in all the different Harrison Wells and he's just doing a bunch it's, of different characters. It's Rick and Morty live action. Rick and Morty, with Harrison <laughs> Wells and Cisco. <laughs> I, man, I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be where it's at right there. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. But I mean, it's it's great they're renewing them and you know the first week of the year, first week of the year they're already saying give us more. Legends of Tomorrow, so I don't know if they need to really capture an audience if they're already renewing it. Um, gives me a little hope for S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, coming back this fall, if, if mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow can pull it off. But also they said Supernatural is coming back for its 13th season, which I didn't think that show would make it to 13 seasons. So. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen a single episode, but I uh, applaud it for getting to 13 seasons. Yeah, I watched the first three, and then I, turn, I turned off, so I don't think I'd be able to catch back up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after all that's a lot time. of work. That's a lot of work. Speaking of shows on Friday that get canned, Mike, uh, Constantine, oh. okay, uh, he showed up in Arrow recently, this past year, a lot of, a big cult following for Constantine, mm-hmm. but the actor uh, who played Constantine, Matt Ryan, will return as Constantine on an animated version on the CW Seed, much like Vixen. Yeah, but don't fall for those clickbait titles, they will make you think he is coming to the CW full time. Uh, nope, he's just going to be on that animated network. Uh, that's cool, though. I'm glad that uh, CW wants to give us a little bit more Constantine. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they found a solution for it, at least in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, they... yeah, I think if I remember right, too, I think they're going to be like 10-minute episodes. I don't know how long Vixen is. I don't know if that's a full like half-hour show or not, but I think Constantine's no. only supposed to be like 10 minutes. I think Vixens are only five. Like, oh, okay. I think they're only five minutes. Like Total, there's like maybe six episodes a season and it's like 30 minutes total so uh i think they're pretty short gotcha i mean whatever they need to do man i mean constantine fans need their fix let's get it to them let's Mm -hmm. get it to them uh we're gonna switch gears we're gonna talk marvel captain america civil war one of my favorite movies last year mike on netflix right now you can watch it um i've got some civil war artwork hanging above my bed now like i'm i love this movie and it is the highest grossing movie of 2016 well, congratulations. That means it yes. uh, finally beat out Dory then. Yes. So uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't think Dory caught up to it. Um, but I thought Star Wars was going to be very close. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but obviously, since Star Wars bled into 2017, they did not, um, I guess they didn't count it. 
yeah, it'll be off that little uh, timeline there a little bit, but that's cool. Uh, Civil War was definitely a very um, uh, landmark movie, so that's awesome. It's a great way to, I guess, close out Captain America's trilogy, but it's weird because whenever I think of Civil War, like I'm never appending the title of Captain America on it. I just always think of it almost as like the third Avengers movie, which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because I I hardly ever remember Ultron, uh, you know, Uh so... Uh, that's that's cool though. Make printing uh, money over there at Marvel. Uh, yeah, Disney, Disney printed money because Dory, Rogue One's, uh, Jungle Book, Zootopia, and uh, Doctor Strange all like top ten, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I I talked to Super Fan Jim this week, and he said Civil War would be his favorite Marvel movie if it had the Hulk in it. Oh, so, uh, all, right. all right. So I can see it being Avengers two point five, definitely for sure. So I'm on board <laughs> with that. Uh, so good for that. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is coming out this May. Get a little hype for it, Mike. I'm a little hyped. I need another. I need another. I need one more trailer. Yeah, that, just to get me going. Um, but this is a personal connection here. The new pop vinyls for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two were announced this week for all you uh, toy collectors, or if you have someone whose birthday is coming up in the next couple months, you can pick them up stuff. And after you scroll through all the Dorbs and the mystery minis, you get to the actual pops. And um, it's funny because Star Lord was the very first pop vinyl I was given. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's got a little 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 spe- uh, special place in my heart. But I noticed every one of the 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 um, guardians has a gun except Groot. Well, and I mean he he's a living tree. I don't think he needs the gun. Yeah. Well, this is the baby Groot version as well. But I think Drax having a gun and Gamora having guns are kind of they didn't have guns in the first one. So so we'll have to really see why they're using more projectile weapons in two yeah. than before. I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily a spoiler here because I don't think uh, pops are always an indication of the plot of the movie. But, you know, as you look through these, you do see, you know, you know, baby Groot, you know, baby Groot in his little, um, you know, red costume. Rav- his his Ravager outfit. Yeah. But also you see just normal Groot pops. So mm-hmm. it makes me wonder if. I've already I've already assumed that by the end of the movie, Baby Groot will have grown up to be possibly larger, back to normal Groot. So uh, we are kind of seeing those normal pops there. So I wonder if that'll actually uh, happen. Yeah, they're all minis except for the last one, which specifically says it's a ten-inch super-sized pop. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the only ten-inch I don't know if I have any ten-inchers other than maybe Thanos. I have a Thanos pop that's really big, and Giant Man, who's really mm-hmm. big. Uh, but I think those might even just be six inches. So ten's got to be a huge group. So um, I'm definitely I'm ready. I hope we all could kind of guess that would happen. But I'm really excited to see it. So mm-hmm. there's the pops. If you're collectors, go take a look at it. There you go. Um, and this is gonna jump from Civil War into this topic. But Black Panther got a new casting announcement uh, with the actor uh, Sterling K. Brown as. Uh, as an unknown role, I, guess yeah, I can I, I can hear you uh, typing over there like who is Sterling who is Sterling K Brown? Oh no, I I, I, I <laughs> type in the notes um, the time codes and I kept typing in thirty five instead of thirty six. Oh, I see. Code, and I was like, fix it, fix it. <laughs> I, I know him recently from the um, People versus OJ Simpson. Uh, yeah, I, I hear that TV was show. a pretty groundbreaking uh, uh, TV show. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know what else. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've, I'm not saying I'm any better. I Googled him too, and he only <laughs> has a, a few credits on IMDb. So he's, he's a little bit of a newcomer, but 
uh, that's cool. I I um I sent you and friend of the show uh, Quentin Parker uh, a a license plate out here that someone had. So they have we have these cool license plates out here in California where you can get a black plate with ye- with yellow uh, letters. And this guy, or I, I'm assuming it was a guy just because it was a, a really nerdy car, but it could have been a woman's car. It was a Volkswagen Beetle, and it was a black one, so it blended in with the car really well. But the plate uh, was a vanity custom plate, and it said T'Challa on it. And I was like, that is the coolest license plate I have seen mm-hmm. in Southern California. So props to that, to that man or woman who got the T'Challa plate on their uh, Volkswagen. That's super awesome. No, it is, it is very cool. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous, really. So, good for him. Uh, but also, um, Sterling Brown has been in a bunch of TV shows. Um, I just, I pulled it up here just to double check it, and he was in he was in Supernatural. We talked about Supernatural earlier. <laughs> He's in one and, of those thirteen seasons. <laughs> that's right. And um, on the one of the newest shows, I think it's on uh, NBC or ABC. It's called This Is Us. And um, he's he's in that and it's pending awards uh, by outstanding performance by a male actor. So oh, awesome! Grabbing some award-winning uh, cast for for Black Panther coming up here. Definitely excited to see that. Doctor Strange has has come and kind of gone really from from my mind. Um, it, it, it was great, but we've had Star Wars right afterwards. Uh, Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. movies like. November's busy, man. Like, when did November get to be so busy with movies? Yeah, um, I don't know, man. But the home release for Doctor Strange is uh, February twenty eighth, two twenty eighth, the end of the month there. Um, and the Steel Book is actually the Eye of Agamotto for this movie from Best Buy. Oh, cool. Uh, I we got another uh, friend of the show. hasn't been on the podcast yet, but I know he uh, appreciates what we do. Uh, uh, Jose and he's he's really into steel books. He's like the steel book guy, so I'm sure he's looking out for that. Yeah, um, I definitely I pre-ordered mine. I've never pre-ordered a steel book before in my life, but um, this the steel book is just to die for. Like the way it looks <laughs> and 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 kind of glows a little bit. So I definitely picked it up from Best Buy. Really excited to get it. Um, and f- from the special features, it includes what's called Team Thor Part Two. What was now, Team Thor you- Part One? <laughs> Team Thor was part one where he had his roommate Daryl. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So we actually, hopefully, knock on one here, get a follow up with more Thor and Daryl adventures. Uh, oh, I love this that. February, yeah. So um, I'm actually kind of surprised and and really excited that they've done that and and, and they're giving they us sh- more. They cool should stuff. Um, they should adapt that concept into uh, to their own like 30 minute comedy. Obviously, you're not going to get Chris Hemsworth, you know, on like a network television show when he's like this huge mega movie star playing Thor. But it would be kind of cool if you put Daryl maybe in with like another um, like superhero or something like that. And then they go on like weird little uh, adventures. But uh, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to part two. I wonder if it'll come with a digital release because we all know I'm I'm not getting no physical steel book. <laughs> oh, it does. I, I actually double checked. Mine comes with the digital copy and all, right. all the features are included on the digital. So Mike's Diggity. good to go. You're good to go. Um, speaking of Thor, we've got some big Thor Ragnarok rock news coming out uh, this week as well. Um, the first behind-the-scenes image has dropped with director Taika Waititi and our first look at Thor uh, since, I guess, Team Thor uh, was was premiered. But in the movies, this is the first we've seen him since, I, spoiler alert, into Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's that? got he's, uh, he's rocking a little bit of a leather daddy leather there. <laughs> Yeah, well, he doesn't have his. Uh, he's got the the armless version, which is currently going on in the comics. He's got his longer hair, which there were rumors he was going to cut his hair. 
Um, that actually recently happened in the comics this week as well. Uh, but, I mean, it's cool to see a little behind-the-scenes image. We've got other Marvel movies between now and then, but, I mean, you know, it's yeah, good I mean, to see I, a little bit of Thor. I love me some Taika Waititi, so it's it's cool seeing him uh, directing. I feel like that is the classic director's pose that's always captured in photography of just, like, kind of, like, visualizing something off in the distance. So that's go, do the, go do the director pose so we can take a picture <laughs> real quick and just point yeah. up while you're in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, yeah so. but make sure there's some sort of, like, handsome actor or next to you. There's There's got to be somebody that's, like, ridiculously, like, famous next to you in order to pull mm-hmm. it off. Exactly. Yep. Nailed it. They nailed that look. They nailed it. And with that image comes a new synopsis, and um, uh, you guys can read it. Um, I guess the biggest parts here it says um, he is going to race again. He does not have his hammer in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is trying to stop Ragnarok, which is the destruction of Asgard from the hands of uh, the new threat, Hela. So I don't know if she'll have any history or not in this, but she'll be there. But he must survive a gladi- deadly gladi- gladiatorial contest that pits him against the Hulk. So mm. I wonder really if um, I mean I would say I wonder if they were going to bury the lead there, but it's kind of hard to do now since it's been pretty much officially announced. But it, it, this is kind of one of those examples where I was kind of, where I'm kind of hoping maybe Kevin Feige in the future can surprise us in a movie because they haven't done that in a really long time. Um, it would have been maybe maybe hard to keep it under wraps, you know. Um, but it would have been cool if, like, maybe, like, in the first act of the movie, like, Thor is, like, thrown into a gladiatorial battle. And, you know, he does a really good job, like, you know, through the first couple rounds, like, super easy for him to beat these guys up. And then all of a sudden, bam, the thing goes up and the Hulk's there. That would have been a really cool reveal, but it doesn't sound like we're going to get that. But um, I'm still stoked for it. This is the only logical way to give us Planet Hulk. De- yeah, definitely. I mean, they're going to give us a lot of stuff here. I mean, um, I, you know, Thor, the franchise has been on rocky grounds. Not everyone loves it. Not everyone hates it. Uh, it's just kind of there. So um, I think with, with Watiti and the Hulk and Planet Hulk and, you know, Thor, you know, going all out, I think this is going to be a great film. I think this mm-hmm. is going to blow us away uh, in, in when it comes out in November as well. So there's that. Also, another uh, report come out this week saying that Doctor Strange was mentioned in another description and could play a larger role in the movie. Yeah, we anticipated. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of wondering, kind of what role he puts in there. Like, I've I've never imagined when I'm imagining scenes from this movie of seeing the three of them fighting together. But it would be super rad. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Um, something mm. something tells me he's not going to be in the whole movie, but I'm kind of wondering, is he just going to be at the beginning and kind of helping them get from A to B? You know, I'm, I'm curious because in that end credit scene for his movie, his own movie, you know, he's kind of helping them find Odin. Like, I wonder if maybe that's just a middle part of the movie and mm-hmm. we're only going to see Doctor Strange on Earth in New York, possibly. Uh, but either way, I mean, come on, a Thor movie with Hulk and Doctor Strange in any capacity. I mean, I think that's why um, we're going to be so excited for this movie. Yes. Yeah, well, the exact sentence uh, is from the D23, official D23 fan club, says uh, Thor Ragnarok brings together the Hulk, Do- Thor, and Doctor Strange to face off intergalactic baddies, both familiar and new. So, oh, wow. Imagine- so that, does, that sounds like a third act battle to me. Yeah, well, imagine Thor, Hulk, and Doctor Strange up against uh, Loki, a powered-up Loki. Like I'm kind of an, I would envisioning... Just, my face I'm would envi- melt. 
Yeah, I'm envisioning the classic uh, Avengers 1 movie with that pan around of all of the Avengers together. Could you imagine that mm-hmm. with just the three of them? That'd be like... That'd be so rad. Oh, man, oh, I'm it, getting so excited. <laughs> they also have to reference the Hulk smashing Loki up and down on the building as well. From that <laughs> movie. So, yeah. uh, definitely looking to see an homage to that. And, and I guess in, in different news to throw Ragnarok to me, Natalie Portman says she's now open to returning to the franchise. No, boo. No, no, no. We're moving to the next news item. I'm not wasting time yep. on Natalie Portman. No, you're not coming back. <laughs> yep, yep. You're out. You're done. You had your <laughs> chance, and you blew it. So, there you yeah. go. In that case, let's talk a little bit about Spider-Man, Mike. Uh, a tweet earlier I saw earlier this week says, you know, all we ever want is to have the best Spider-Man movie available for the current generation. And so uh-huh. now we're in the third iteration of Spider-Man <laughs> this in, in the past 15 years. And uh, the new video shows off kind of his upgrades that he's getting in the upcoming movie as well. Yeah, it kind of looks like a little like almost like social media marketing video or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, so it shows off he has upgraded laser-guided web shooters, so maybe a little more accurate on that. Um, that he can also change the type of web he has as well, I think was something they said. Okay. Uh, a holographic GPS display, um, I guess if he has maybe spider trackers. He, he does have tracking devices in the co- cartoons and comics. Mm-hmm. Um, web wings, which we've obviously seen, and his eyes change shape and size. So this suit is pretty high-tech suit, so... Uh, I mean, uh, nothing yeah, too surprising. I, yeah, he he got lucky. Tony Stark making a suit for him. So, I mean, if I wish Tony Stark made my suits, <laughs> that's that's really all I can say to that. I wish he made my suits. So, if you want to check him out, there's a little video clip. Nothing new, nothing spectacular, but there you go. Enjoy it. On the flip side, Disney Spider Man is coming out this summer. And what do you mean, Disney Spider Man, Chris? Of course, the movie. Is owned by Disney and Spider-Man. No, Disney XD Spider-Man, uh-huh. the cartoon, the new cartoon show. And apparently Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen will feature in the show as big characters. Yeah, so just the, show up every so, once in a while. So just to clear things up, because I was confused at first at the beginning of the week when I heard a little bit of this. This isn't to be confused with that possible Miles Morales casting call for the Sony animated Spider-Man movie. So Correct. this is this is a, a different thing, but I think it just goes to show you that there is a big appetite out there for Miles Morales in some aspect. But mm. I just I just think by the nature of Miles Morales, he is a character that is needed when Spider-Man basically has been exhausted or is gone or we have lost him. So he's so he's kind of like the he's like the antidote. So I'm kind of hoping if we when we end up getting him on the big screen, it's because we've had the normal Spider-Man around for a little while and we have fallen in love with him. So when we end up losing him or he goes by the wayside, you know, Miles Morales comes in. I think that works out really, really well with his story in general. So, but you know, it, it's when we were talking about a cartoon show, anything goes. So, um, sure, throw him in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is replacing the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show that's currently on, which also had Miles Morales voiced by Donald Glover in it. Um, surprise, surprise. I, I'm kind of curious how many Spider-Man. Uh, animated TV shows we're going to go through uh, during the length of our podcast. <laughs> I, we've brought this up three times now, but theoretically, this podcast is going to go on for as long as there's an hour of news every week, which could be until like the 2050s. Who knows? So we could be going through like 40 different iterations of a Spider-Man cartoon show. Yeah. So, and well, the other one, Ultimate Spider-Man was okay. It, it suffered from a lot of like family guy cutaways early on. But other than that, I really enjoyed the show. In the fourth season, it made four seasons, Mike, which is impressive for an animated show. Yes, from it Disney. is. From Disney. 
Um, and the finale is very soon. As, as soon as it ends this spring, um, it'll be replaced by Disney Spider-Man this summer, and we'll definitely see what's going on there. There's not been much to show off of it, so we're going to keep you posted on that. Uh, but at the same time, once they've announced all this stuff, Big Hero 6 is getting an animated show later this year, and they've given us a, a teaser for that as well. Now, I assumed Big Hero 6 would get a, a new movie, to mm-hmm. a, a sequel film, but it looks like they're going to maybe go a little more on the give it a tv show kind of the way um i believe it was uh the um how to train your dragon did yeah maybe a movie might come up later yeah the dreamworks kind of stuff um yeah this was news to me you were you were saying that we may have brought this up uh past in the show maybe a few months ago a few weeks ago i don't remember so it's new to me uh but this was kind of exciting um I mean, I was hoping for another uh, movie as well, but Disney seems to be really rocking their animated movies right now with, like, uh, Moana and Frozen and uh, Wreck-It Ralph. So um, I wouldn't say Big Hero 6 was a bad movie at all. I just don't think it it uh, performed maybe as well as they were hoping it would. So maybe uh, just going to a TV format is the, is the best that they could hope for. Uh, but there's a lot of really awesome kind of, uh, I'm assuming this is going to be like a 3d animated thing, you know, like they've been doing with, um, with, like you said, how to train your dragon, but also, um, there's this new like 3d animated show on Netflix called troll hunters. That's from Guillermo del Toro. So yeah, making like making shows like in that art form is, uh, getting easier and easier to do because that used to be super expensive, but now they can just crank out shows all the time with it. So I hope it's awesome. Um, I, I think I saw some casting news and I think a lot of the original voices are returning. I don't think TJ Miller is because he's like, you know, super rich now. So super rich and famous. So uh, we'll be getting some people returning. So that's awesome. Yeah. I think actually, I think it's a, like it's, it's going to be computer done, but it's a, a 2d animated show. Really? I don't. I would. I would assume a three D. But well, I guess yeah. we'll have to see, huh? It, it definitely the artwork has, I've seen has been maybe sketches, but it definitely um, Baymax has been uh, drawn, very flat uh, drawn version. Hmm. So I don't know, but um, it's coming to Disney XD, and um, I, I did look it up uh, while you were talking about it, Mike, and we covered it in episode sixty. And uh, that, that was that was practically decades ago. I'm not that, gonna remember all that. That's hard to believe. That was over ten, like almost eleven months ago. So, <laughs> uh, uh, definitely, uh, definitely. I, I didn't want to feel. I was like, I feel like I'm lying now. So I had to go look it up. But there we go. Big Hero Six coming back on TV. Uh, if you're a big fan, of it. my wife loves it. She's a big fan of the show. One of her pops is actually the Baymax pop, the big one. So I still have my little um my little uh pin. From when I went to the premiere of the movie, uh, our, our, I think it was our AMC gave out little Baymax pins, so okay. I still got mine. There you go. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Uh, a little bit about the Moon Knight uh, character from Marvel. Are you familiar with Moon Knight? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay. All right, cool. Just, just making sure. I just want to assume anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar, man. Back wow. off. <laughs> wow. Calm down. But uh, James Gunn apparently pitched a Moon Knight movie to Marvel Studios. Not for him to direct or necessarily write, but like... He is a fan of the character and wants you know Marvel to know there are ideas out there. Yeah, I feel like Moon everybody Knight. wants to make a Moon Knight movie. I wonder if it's ever going to happen. <laughs> I think, I mean, if anything, he'll show up on Netflix first. Ooh, I think no, he, I, I got it. I got an idea. It just Uh-oh. hit me. I've been begging Kevin Feige for a surprise. You throw Moon Knight in one of the movies somehow. 
just don't 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 give us any sort of casting announcement don't let us know it's even coming like moon knight is a pretty iconic looking character like you know with the, like the, the white hood and everything you know he's like a in that whole stark white costume so as soon as you see him on screen you're gonna know instantly who he is so that would be so cool to see him just kind of like foo fly in on screen beat some baddies up introduce himself that's what i want give me moon knight give me it in a surprise and i'll be happy there you go don't tell him don't tell him until it happens <laughs> We got, we got to surprise him, so yeah, we'll work on that. So yeah, James Gunn. Did, there's not a Marvel. There's not a Moon Knight movie coming. James Gunn is not leaving to do Moon Knight. It's just, you know, when you have enough pull at a big studio and you like something, you know, you you give them ideas. You tell them, mm-hmm. hey, here's here's another idea. Let's what will you do with it? So exactly. Knock on wood. Speaking of other new properties that Marvel is working on, uh, Cloak and Dagger. We've talked about this before. Is coming on Freeform. I don't know if it's this year or next year. However, um, it begins filming, the pilot at least begins filming in February in New Orleans. Hmm. And it will be called Shadows, working title Shadows. Oh, that's so. cool. I, I like the uh, I like the idea of uh, setting the show in that area. Um, I don't know if, um, if the characters are originally from New Orleans or if they're maybe more like New York-based characters like most Marvel things are, but... Um, uh, the biggest question is well, how is this going to do on Freeform, that network? We'll have to see. Definitely definitely have to see. We have no casting information either, so um, expect that to kind of pop up over the next month as well. So they've obviously got to have people to film, right? So obvi. we'll see. It's we'll, it's obvi. Oh, I'm obvi. That's whatever <laughs> that means. Mike is too hip with the kids these days. I Man, I'm, I'm so hip. I'm just approaching 30 years old, so I feel like I need to grasp onto my youth as much as possible yeah well in that case you can hang out with marvel's runaways the other <laughs> show coming um uh, this is hulu and marvel team up um mm-hmm. and it also begins filming in february in la and it's called rugrats <laughs> i love that code name that's awesome so if you see any shows out there mike like we're filming rugrats here today you'll know exactly what it is oh i'll so, jump i'll jump and i'll they say how high you you will you will go down there and throw out your your lingo your obvi lingo with all these <laughs> I'll just ask lit if fams. Anyone, I'll ask if any of them want to be on the podcast. That's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah, get get, get some interviews. We'll do that. So uh, there's there's that Cloak and Dagger Runaways. Also, some new talk about the new mutants from Fox, Mike. Uh, the actress Anna Taylor Joy. I don't know. I don't know her um, at all. Do you, okay. do you know her? We're gonna look her I, up. I yeah, I'll, I'll look her up while you while you uh, vape a little bit over there about her. Okay, cool. So she was talking about the movie in an interview this week. Uh, she's not been cast as a role, but she's been rumored to play, I believe, Magic, the character Magic, who is mm-hmm. the younger sister to Colossus in the comics. And uh, she was like uh, very well mentioned about the movie and and Demon Bear being one of the villains in it, and then possibly a Professor Xavier, the James McAvoy version, appearing in the film as well with them. I mean, it looks like the the most possibly recognizable thing that you might know her from is uh, this uh, horror movie called The Witch, but it looks like Witch is spelled with two Vs on the poster. Um, It looks like that came out in 2015, but not not exactly a a long IMDb record there, so uh, it's okay if you you don't know, because she was indeed uncredited in the Vampire Academy movie, so... Newcomer, newcomer to the game. Newcomer, new mutant. Yes, so she's talking about that, but I mean, would you want to see James McAvoy come back as uh, Professor Xavier for (sighs) the New Mutants film? 
I don't know, just because I'm really subscribing to the theory that I just want them to just focus on New Mutants and Deadpool and leave the rest behind. Just leave it behind, don't reference it, don't talk about it, act like it's not even there, and then when you're all done with your new movies there, just bring the X-Men back all fresh. You can't keep you can't keep dragging them back up if you want to reboot it later in the future, you know? Okay, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I think there needs to be a connection to the Academy, um, the X-Men Academy or whatever it is, Westchester, whatever he calls it in any iteration. So there has to be a connection to the school. Now what they choose to do with that school kind of uh, is up to them. I don't know. Uh, if if a, a small appearance by Xavier is it, maybe that's cool, but I think there are other ways they can do it without do it by doing it your way, without referencing the old films. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. So, New Mutants on the horizon. Deadpool! Some more Deadpool news. Uh, old Deadpool news, not new Deadpool news. He picks up a Writers Guild Association nomination for the Best Adapted Screenplay. Ooh, good job, Deadpool. That's so cool. When we started this podcast two years ago, I was curious if we were ever going to see any sort of recognition for superhero movies, just because, you know, they're always just known as, like, popcorn flicks, you know, summer blockbusters. Don't really get too many uh, award recommendations, but it's kind of cool seeing Deadpool breaking a little ground there. Who knows if they'll end up, you know, winning any of those nominations, but, you know... Like they say, it's an honor to be nominated. So way to go, Deadpool! I, yeah. I really want. I really what am I? What I'm expecting from the Deadpool team is to come out with like a special edition of the Deadpool movie. Like you know how they do like Game of the Year edition of video games. I want to mm-hmm. see like an award edition of Deadpool, where like the box is literally just covered from head to toe with awards, and Deadpool's making some sort of cheeky remark about it or something like that. And that actually might be a physical uh, disc that I buy just because it'd be funny to own. So, it's funny you mention that. When I went to pick up my drone the other day at Best Buy, they had the Deadpool in his Christmas sweater edition Blu-ray Oh, on sale. so yeah. So, that, that makes sense. They might do that then. Yeah. So, I mean, if any movie is going to do it and have fun with it, it's going to be Deadpool. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to do it for anything else. So, I'm, I'm all for those ideas. Cool. All right. Going to wet my whistle here while yeah, we, yeah, we get into... Yeah. Jingle jangling over there. Yeah, I got a little, got a little ice in here. So, uh, Star Wars. That's, that's oh. mine. That's mine. All right. All right. Episode 9. Episode 9. Okay. Not in the new one. This, we're we're mm. jumping ahead a little bit to 9. Apparently, General Organa had a larger role in the finale of the film. And this Prince. week, next week, they brain trust at Star Wars Disney are having media on how to handle the loss of the actor. Oh, that's... For the final film. I mean... Uh, that's kind of, uh, man, that's unfortunate. You know, it sounds like we are going to get a really awesome kind of trilogy there with Princess Leia. Oh, man, we're not going to get that. And I don't know. It's unfortunate just because, like, it, it seemed like they had this really good plan for the movies, and now there's like a, a really big stick thrown in their spokes. You know, I hope they can pivot. You know, that's you know that's your that's your job in the movie industry to be able to pivot and you know uh, fix mistakes and think on the fly. So I'm, I'm hoping they can come up with something. It's going to be hard, though, because, I mean, like, you know, she's not going to be around for that ninth movie to kind of, you know, transition to whatever the new story is. So I don't know. I, don't I, know, I think I think it's OK. They've not filmed it yet. They have three years until it's released, at least. Mm-hmm. I think we're fine. Yeah. I think I, mean, I think they'll find a solution. It's it, again, it is tragic and it's sad, but I think I think we'll be OK come nine and they will have handled it with. Um, grace and aplomb, if you will. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a bummer, is all. But I, ho- is. I hope they can come up with something cool. 
Well, if they can't come up with something cool, Mike, they can hire you because you have a theory on Ray <laughs> that you put in here. I have no idea what this is. Yeah. No clue. So Lay just on me, every theory. once in a while, I feel like it's like lightning striking. I'm not saying it's intelligent lightning, but sometimes I'll just be like <laughs> walking down like the aisle at CVS. I'll be at the grocery store and just like an idea about Star Wars will just pop into my head. And I'm just like, oh, I have a podcast. I'm just going to inundate these people with my theories and maybe one of them will be that, right. That's your superpower. <laughs> the Flash was struck by lightning to make him fast and you're struck by lightning to give you theories and ideas on films and i assure you they'll be mediocre so just just to get it out there before i forget and possibly maybe i'll be right and i can vindicate vindicate myself so this kind of ties in with the idea of the order of the movies releasing so as of right now if they're padding the middle of the major star wars films with star wars story films that would mean that the last movie that we're getting that's you know kind of been announced would be a star wars story film and for the longest time i've been thinking that just doesn't make sense like why would you go out on a star wars story movie it seems like you would want to go out on episode nine that's the big one that's the biggie you know that's where like maybe we finally figure out who ray is related to that's when maybe we finally defeat kylo ren and um you know and and on and the bad guys so uh why would you want to go out on a star wars story well if that final Star Wars story movie is an Obi-Wan Kenobi film, which is kind of, I think, what me and you are both rooting for, it would make sense if maybe Rey actually was a Kenobi. So, like I like I said before, like it's, it's a theory that I have, but it's not necessarily one I want to happen because I don't want Rey to be related to anybody. I just want her to be a rando person. She doesn't have to be tied into the whole, you know, family tree or whatever. But if she was a Kenobi, it would be kind of a cool way to maybe reveal that she's a Kenobi, she's related to Obi-Wan in that ninth movie, and then that last Star Wars story film, we can kind of find out maybe how she is related to him exactly. Maybe we see Obi-Wan fall in love in the desert, and then, you know, that's how he ends up somehow creating the lineage of being related to Rey. I don't know, that that was just my theory of connecting Rey's parents with, you know, this weird schedule of release of movies, so... We'll see if it pans out. I'm not 100% sure. And that Obi-Wan movie is not even confirmed. There's rumors bubbling about a Boba Fett movie, so we don't even know yet. Okay. I mean, but there, I, I, but there you go. There you go. I got it out there in the world. I Now it's now I don't have to hold it in my brain anymore. Great. And and while that's a great theory and I like that. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to – you're just going to shut it down, aren't you? Well, I just don't think they're going to stop <laughs> with nine. I think they just announced all they want to announce. And, yeah, no, but, I, I I agree with that. I don't th- I don't think they're just gonna let their four billion dollar investment die after the ninth movie. But it, it seems like something like we've announced these core six movies, you know, possibly put a TV show in there somewhere. But it seems like it they're gonna conclude those, wrap them all up, and then okay, now we're gonna go ahead and announce this next next batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I don't even know technically if they've officially announced that third Star Wars story movie at this point. Since the Boba Fett movie got tranked, so mm. <laughs> uh, we're, I don't know. We're we're an interesting theory, uh, interesting road, and but I definitely am pushing. I'm pushing for the Obi Wan movie in there and that. So uh, if they can tie those back into the actual movies that are going on right now, more so than the original ones, kind of like Rogue One. It's like you have to watch four to to know what's going on next, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. So I, I I hope you have something going there, Mike. I'm Mike. He's, he's, he's got it down. All right. So. Cool. All right. So um, one of uh, Star Wars' favorite characters, Han Solo, gets one of these story movies, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently the Woody Harrelson is the top choice to play Solo's mentor <laughs> in this movie. I mean, okay. 
I mean, Woody Harrelson is like a character. Like uh, when I think of Woody Harrelson, I think of him kind of playing specific roles. So I don't know if that really jives in my brain with what I think of Star Wars, but it does kind of jive in my brain with what I think of Han Solo. So maybe you know, you know, that's kind of where he gets some of his charisma from. I don't know, but um, uh, Woody Harrelson. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm fifty-fifty on it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, that's fine. I mean, they want to have a Han Solo movie. He's going to need a mentor. Woody Harrelson can be one of those guys who taught him how to, you know, just worry about money. Like he has that that vibe to him. So, um, yeah, I'm okay with it. I think he's great. Also, I found out Amelia Clark was cast in this movie in an unspecified role. I may have mentioned this before, but I do not I remember saying it. Well, Daenerys Stormborn only only has two more seasons left, so she's probably going to want to make that jump into movies. Yeah, well, I mean, she did She did try with Terminator, Mike. She tried. She tried. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out very well for her, did it? No, no it did not. No. It did not. So, yeah, so uh, Han Solo uh, coming up. Um, in theory, next March, or next May still. Mm. Now, um, because they've only moved episode eight, they didn't move the rest of the movies. Um, do you think they will shoot for May as well, or are they going to make December Star Wars month? I don't know. I still like having a Star Wars movie in December, so I, I hope that that holds true. I hate the wait. I want one every six months. <laughs> Give me one well, every six months. Don't, don't don't be so selfish, man. We get we get Marvel movies every four months. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. All right. Okay. So Han Solo coming out. Lastly, the bit of news I saw today is the Uncharted movie uh, based on the video game series Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Carnahan... Uh, a writer, I know he did Smoking Aces, nothing else of note I saw, has finished his rewrite of the script. But with the obvious um, Razzie nomination for, uh, I think, Assassin's Creed and World of Warcraft are both in there somewhere. <laughs> Is the future of video game movies in trouble, Mike? Man, I just I just don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we haven't really had a one knock out of the park yet. Uh, maybe we'll just transition our hopes to maybe like anime movies. Maybe Ghost in the Shell will go really, really well, and maybe we'll start adapting those. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe we'll get a Western Attack on Titan movie. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to see. But you know, uh, the superhero movies, uh, they'll they will be around forever, but not at this full force. So when the superhero movies start to simmer down, I'm I'm curious what's gonna start bubbling up. Will it be the superhero movie? Will it maybe be the anime movie? Uh, we will let you know for sure. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to create another show based on it and go from there. <laughs> no, I, I'm game. But yeah, so I don't know. To me, video game movies are kind of burnt out. I know they have Tomb Raider coming, but like they're going to really have to figure out how to make them work going forward. So if they can eventually make comic book movies work, they can eventually make video game movies work. Exactly. So we'll, we'll, we'll get there. That's it for the news, Mike. Uh, I dropped this on you right before we started recording. I said, Mike, give me your most look forward to superhero shows and properties for 2017 i need five give me your top answers on the board and you were like chris this is not family feud stop being like that (laughs) and i was like okay so i came up with the five things i'm looking forward to and you came up with the five things you're looking forward to Mm -hmm. and it looks like we have one one um one thing similar yeah okay that's awesome though great yes so there's definitely going to be a little telling here um, I'm not going to do this by releasing. I'm going to go with what I talked about earlier, Justice League, Mike. Mm-hmm. Justice League's on my list. I'm ready to see DC knock it out of the park with a good movie. 
Um, and I, I want it to be Justice League. I, I Wonder Woman, I can I can forgive if it's mediocre because mediocre is still better than the other movies we've seen from them. <laughs> yeah. But Justice League is where they've really got to get me, and that's yeah. where the I think that's their one billion dollar movie right there is is Justice that's League. A, uh, we can only help, man. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Justice League. Let's throw one over to you, Mike. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll just go from top to bottom here. I'm going a uh, Valyrian City of a Thousand Planets. Mm. Just because it's it's unique, it's not it's not Marvel, it's not DC. It looks just really weird. Like I kind of like the idea of I don't know if this is going to be another Jupiter ascending or if it's going to be something really awesome, like maybe what Jupiter ascending was trying to be, which was the Matrix, the first one. So I, I'm excited. Like I like the cast of it. There, they the the duo there seems really strange and engaging. I'm crossing my fingers. I think maybe I'm going to step out of that movie like I stepped out of the first Kingsman movie. Yeah, I mean, I really like, um, again, Fifth Element, same director, Luke Besson, so really excited uh-huh. to see what the, where this comes out because it looks like an updated version of that, and I'm okay with that. That works uh-huh. for me. Uh, another one I'm going to throw uh, out there, and this is probably very unsurprising, is The Inhumans. Um, oh, yeah, the TV the TV show that will be breaching uh, the IMAX screens for a couple episodes. I- IMAX, and then onto an eight-episode miniseries on ABC, and I think this Inhumans is a is an interesting point that maybe, you know, comic book movies might fall away to comic book television uh, oh, maybe. In, in the next couple of years because, you know, we're getting good shows. I mean, IMAX and ABC are putting money into this show. It could be potentially great. The Netflix series are taking off and blowing us away. Um, definitely think there's a lot of potential in uh, TV becoming a higher up higher on that scale than movies and maybe yeah. in the next five years or so it's a cool little paradigm shift there for sure but i i think the best way to bounce off of that if that's the tv show you're excited for not only that it's eight episodes and we are in another eight episode tv series that i'm super stoked for is the defenders mm-hmm. that's going to be really awesome i'm looking forward to maybe recapturing the magic of what it was like when i saw the first avengers movie when i finally got to see all of those people on screen for the first time it was just well it, it honestly gives me chills when i think about going to that movie for the first time and, and just uh just it was just so amazing so i'm hoping we i get a little bit of that when i see all of those awesome netflix um uh, characters on the screen together, um, throw in Sigourney Weaver in there somehow. Uh, it's going to be really, really cool. So Defender is probably going to be at the end of the summer, possibly, but um, whew, excited. Oh, yeah. Really, really excited. I mean, they've been a long time coming for the Defenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they announced it in 2013, uh, at least. So, I mean, we're, we're it's four years. We're ready for the Defenders. Give it to us. Keep knocking out the part, Netflix. You're, you're definitely not wrong. On the flip side, I am ready for something a little earlier this year with Logan on March 3rd. Um, Mm -hmm. I know X-Men has... Deadpool was great. Apocalypse was a huge letdown. I'm hoping Logan is the send-off for Hugh Jackman that we need and we deserve. And um, gives us another good X-Men movie since it's the only one this year. Um, And and I'm really putting a lot of faith and hope into Logan to to really um, give me me something great to end end that on. Well, and and to continue with that superhero movie theme, um, 
I'm going with uh, Thor. I think uh, uh-huh. the Ragnarok is going to be just amazing. Obviously, we talked about earlier in the podcast, uh, throwing Doctor Strange into the mix just makes it more exciting. I like it just because it, it seems balls to the wall. That's the best way I can describe it. It seems like uh, they're going to really take Thor out of uh, on his third movie just uh, with fireworks of, and uh, f- maybe like flaming swords somehow. I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to just be awesome destruction everywhere. I mean, that's literally what Ragnarok uh, means in this universe. So, uh, Thor is definitely my most in- anticipated uh, superhero movie of the year. Okay, well that's interesting uh, because uh, I've only got two Marvel things on my list, and um, this Marvel Studios is actually Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, really, I, it was yeah, it was a I, tough choice between this and Thor. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I was struggling with that uh, putting that. It was on my list there for a second, then I took it off and I put it on. Lego Batman was in there for a second, then I took that out. I think I am going to be there on night one to see it for sure with the bells and whistles on, and I will be excited for sure. But we've just had so many Spider-Man movies; it's really hard to kind of put that you know in a top five. You know, I would say it's safely six or seven, but. There's so much other stuff happening this year that doesn't have five predecessors behind it. So I think that that kind of takes just just a little bit of the steam out of it. Yeah, I think, well, nothing, like, like I didn't read comic books growing up. I didn't have them near me. I, I had no way to get them. But I remember watching the original Spider-Man movies and having that sense of awe and excitement and remembering the 94 cartoon and Spider-Man kind of was the first superhero I was into until I learned, you know, there's more than just Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And um, I think having that, that nostalgia for this is, is going to be great. And um, I want to see the Vulture. I think the Vulture is going to be a great villain to add to the Spider-Man uh, repertoire. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit why it's on my list. The last thing we both have on our list here. And, Ooh, uh, wait, 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 man. Wait, man. I oh, got oh, one more. Oh, you got one more? And oh. this is a this is a big one, man. Oh, it sorry. Is, it is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and this mm. is on my list just because I think this is going to be the the apex of 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 the Guardians. I I think there will be more Guardians movies coming after this, but I think the sequel is going to be the pinnacle of probably James Gunn's career. Uh, box office wise and it's because everything is just set up perfectly I mean uh, Chris Pratt is a household name by now he's huge he's been in Jurassic World he was in Passengers just recently you know he is very much at the front of people's minds you know you're bringing in cute adorable things like Baby Groot that people are in love with and they haven't even seen the movie you know everything's just culminating to this just gonna be this massive movie I think it's uh, what's it I think it's a May release it's uh, the very first me. week in May, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, they are putting it at the best time of the year. It's going to make so, so, so much money. Um, I think it's. I think it might be the top grossing Marvel movie of all time. Like, I, I think it's. it's I, it might be bold to say, but I think it's going to beat everything box office wise this year. It's going to be a huge movie, um, and I think that's what makes me so excited about it. I love the fanfare that's going to be around it. Um, I actually don't think I am the the hugest biggest fan of the first guardians of the galaxy movie i loved it but i know some people just to die for that first movie i think it was an awesome addition to the marvel universe but i put other movies above it um it's still awesome so but yeah i'm super stoked for that sequel i see i think to me i'm i'm i have i i want to go in with lower expectations on that one because of how no, much I raise the first one. Raise a man. I, can't, I don't want to be let down. I love the soundtrack. It was the perfect storm the first time, and I really want him to capture that again. But I, I've got to. I've got to keep my head. My my head level. All um, right. We. I don't want to have an Age of Ultron. 
on my hands again mm-hmm. because it's the sequel to the biggest movie, right? You're like, okay, mm-hmm. what can they do wrong? Well, we saw. So I, I'm really excited, really hyped, gonna be there, but like, I need a little bit more. But right. now, <laughs> the last movie, Mike, is we both have this on our list. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Kingsman, The Golden Circle, the sequel to yeah. Kingsman, the movie that knocked us away like two months into our first show, our first <laughs> year of podcasting. Yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely say I'm a little nervous for the movie just because it's not based on any pre-existing comic now because they kind of they used all the material well, they had for that first movie. Technically, so, reading the book, the book is nothing like the movie. Yeah, like, so I mean that that has it in its favor. So I guess it's just a big question mark. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, where earlier when I was um, talking about Val- Valerian, uh, I, I I it's it was so unexpected and wonderful. I I hope we just get get more of that again. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kingsman, a sleeper hit, man. Mm-hmm. Blew us out of the water. It was the R-rated movie on Valentine's Day. This has got an October release. Uh, it's got, you know, it's bigger cast. You know, I believe um, I uh, Channing Tatum's in it. There's some more bigger people. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But uh, I really hope they can, again, Perfect Storm, need to capture that magic for that sequel. So. Yeah, you know, and I'm hoping when we do these uh, top five lists next year, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping I can put a DC property on there. Just out of principle, mm-hmm. I just can't put Wonder Woman or Justice League on there yet just because I've been let down too many times. I've been let down three times in a row. Obviously, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, and I just want awesome DC movies. So, But it's just hard to expect awesomeness when you're just getting the same formula again. You know, We're getting Zack Snyder again for the Justice League. So it's just like, maybe if there's a different director, I'd be a little bit more excited, but um, it's it's going to be an awesome 2017, man. Yeah, I mean, there's there's hardly a bad thing on the list, uh, mm-hmm. which, is, which is great. And you can check out that list on our website. Um, and I think if, if I can go ahead and say this, our first spoiler cast of this year, Lego Batman. Yeah, for sure. Lego Batman. I saw, I saw a new commercial for it today, and uh, I'm really excited. Uh, going to be a great movie. So, um... Yeah, that's our list. Send us your list uh, or tweet us, Facebook us, I don't know, YouTube it. I don't care. Tell us your list. I want to know your guys' top five. Uh-huh. Maybe in any order. Uh, you don't have to number them. I don't care. But uh, tell us because I want to know what everyone else is looking forward to this year because uh, yeah. no matter what, we all win. We yeah. all win with all the options. Yeah, whether you agree or disagree, we uh, we always appreciate dissenting opinions. So I, yeah. I want to. I like it when people don't agree with us. That's fun. I like yeah. it when you don't agree with me. I like it when we can come on the podcast and uh, clash heads a little bit. That's right. I was like, man, I hope we don't have the same list. Like, <laughs> I hope we don't pick the same five things this year. So uh, that was good. That's good. We only had one. So in the meantime, Mike, if people want to follow you, see what you're up to, um, where can they do that at? Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, you got that new drone out there. I want to see some of that footage, so I hope you maybe throw that up on your Twitter. Yes, I definitely am going to be putting it on my Twitter, maybe my Instagram. I know you can actually YouTube live feed these things, like uh, so watch them live while you're flying them. So if I crash it, everyone can watch me do it this time around. Um, but uh, you can find out me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, um, and, and I, I'll post everything there. You can read stuff on Comic UI, and uh, we're scheduling our first episode of Film Side Chats for this year. We took a little break over, over vacation. Um, you know, work's getting out of hand, but uh, I think we want to talk about the upcoming Academy Awards. So Ooh, nice. maybe we'll have a superhero movie in it this year. Knock on wood. So <laughs> in, in, the, in the meantime, people listen. Yeah, right. We can only Deadpool's getting <laughs> some stuff. I hope it's not Deadpool that gets the first one, but I hope a movie gets there eventually. 
but in the meantime, Mike, people listen to us now, but where else can they find us at? We have a well, plethora of options. Well, as always, they can visit us at SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host a show, best place to find our show notes, and also an awesome place to find that upcoming release page so you can keep track of all these movies coming out this year. So you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox every week, and you can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Twitter. If you're a fan of the show, uh, consider leaving us a review, like, commenting, and subscribing, as they say over on YouTube. Any place that you watch or listen to the show, that's super helpful. If you're a super fan of the show, just share the show with a friend, share the show with a, a, a buddy, and if you want to grab some uh, Superhero Slate merch, you can head on over to our T Public mm-hmm. store at superheroslate.com slash shop or slash store. I don't know. It's either one or both of those, but you can just go head on over to our website and you can get the link there. But uh, we will be here every week, like we said, as long as this news keeps dropping and it doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. Nope. As that hype, as that hype train in uh, Chris's backyard will will always tell you. Oh, exactly, exactly. And it is slash store. And um, I, I actually, again, I love the stuff from our store. I'm buying more as gifts. Uh, people I know who listen to the show were like, you know, give them out as gifts. So I love, definitely love the shirt. So um, anything else, Mike? I think that's it. I think we, Dude, man, I mean, we'll, that is it. We longer show long again week. but i mean that's great i love i love a good good week of news so um yeah. you guys don't forget to, to comment on uh, anything you liked and we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week all right bye everybody thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe mike i will fly across the country just to push you down some stairs